Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Sunday, March 31. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Japheth Oliveira, And uh, really glad to be able to connect with you guys today. And uh, we are in our second week now uh, of Easter. This changes everything. And we're looking at uh, a new passage this week. And uh, the question that we're going to be looking at as well, the, the big idea of the message is hidden. What is hidden? So uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, as we begin this new passage, as we're looking at it, we ask, Lord, for your blessing. Lord, bless uh, all our plans for this week, all our dreams, all the things that we're thinking of doing. Uh, as we reflect on this passage, may it actually inspire our families and our communities as well. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, we're starting out this week in the English Standard Version, as we always do. And our passage this week is John chapter 12, verses 20 through 36. First subheading is, Some Greeks Seek Jesus. Now, among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks, So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Subheading, the Son of Man must be lifted up. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. Walk while you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. Subheading, The Unbelief of the People. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Mm. I don't understand how that sentence has anything to do with the unbelief of the people, but is there more? Like, we just ended it there. Yes. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't say anything about the people. It just says Jesus went and hid. Yeah. Because he was tired of them because uh, that, of their unbelief. <laughs> why don't, I mean, why else would you hide from people? When I hide from people, it's because I'm tired of them. Uh, and their unbelief of you. I'm so disappointed. No. <laughs> there you go, the truth. 
All right, here's a question for today. And I want to encourage you again to read The Daily Walk. It's written by Pastor Sam Millen, a phenomenal writer, a good theologian, and great insights. And so you can get it at boulder.church forward slash daily and you can receive it by email as well and uh, and so I encourage you to read that and then these are the recalibrate questions that he has for us each day um, and they give you uh, a new insight into it as well here it is are the sermons you've typically heard good advice or good news how do you feel after receiving advice a list of things to do or not to do do you feel the same way after hearing good news what has been done uh, I like the contrast yeah so Good advice I mean, my or first good thing news? with the sermon question, I'm not sure whether most sermons, what category they fall into. They fall in excellent. Well, I was going to say that one thing <laughs> that I think a lot of people don't appreciate is how difficult it is to think of things to say. Yeah. If you're, you know, just come up with something new to say or to yeah. write. You know, I write. I don't really talk that much. I have a few times. But so I'm kind of reluctant to really trash people's sermons, especially the thing of, oh, that just didn't speak to me. Because I think often I am sometimes just not in a mood to be spoken to. And it's probably less the fault of the speaker and not that they don't have something thoughtful that they've put a lot of time into preparing. You know, is it their fault that I'm kind of like phased out or... You know, so it is. It is. Uh, it is interesting. Uh, I, I have this really great book in my in my office called um, I think it's called Sweat Blood, um, and the the concept is, is that the the opening idea in the chapter is that uh, the preacher, um, the person said the pre- my mother would always say if the preacher hadn't sweat blood this week or had, and so if the sermon was like really good, man, they had really, they sweat blood over that. You can tell that they were like really yeah, engaged in that. See, this is and against so. my entire philosophy of life, <laughs> which is this. I do not believe it is other people's responsibility to inspire me. I believe I bring the well, inspiration. Yeah, I bring yeah, the energy <laughs> to me. There's uh, no, there's nobody else who can uh, do that for you. That's it, unrealistic. It's an unrealistic I, I, thing to put on somebody know, else I don't the, I don't to think inspire that, you. Just for the record. Inspire me. You know, I come on, say something. I the book was something. actually saying that you had to be inspired, but the book was saying that they had actually spent time with the text. And that person least. has no way of knowing. That's just their judgment. You know, that they have no way of knowing. That's an arrogant statement if I've ever heard one. My statement is arrogant too, but I'm like, you know. That's harsh. You don't have to inspire me. Well. It's not required. Well, uh, the difficulty is that there is there is an expectation for some, right? And so it is difficult. And and well, it, let's talk about this: receiving is, advice yeah, versus good, good news. Good advice um, and good news. Yeah, I don't mind receiving advice. Actually, um, I quite value it, especially if it's for something that I actually need advice on. I sometimes want people to give me advice. I I think unsolicited advice about something that I don't see as a problem would be unwelcome, generally speaking. I like the contrast, and I'm curious about the contrast, because can you have good news without good advice? Well, sure. Can like, you, have... you could say, hey, JFIT, you just won a million dollars, and nobody needs to give yeah. you any advice. That's well, just no, no. That's good news. Okay, so... Good you, advice would be like, hey, have... JFIT, you know what you should consider doing is... Can you have the good news as in the gospel story without good advice? Without yes, advice? you could. It would just be Jesus died to save you. Well, Woo-hoo! That's uh, that has implications. Well, that's the good news part. But um, <laughs> I don't think... Well, I mean, my question would be, what would give me then the authority <laughs> to give anybody advice following, oh, I have this good news for you, and by the way... You're going to need to stop smoking. 
and take off your wedding ring. Well, no. Like, what? I, what, I'm what? Sa- what, I'm sa- what would make me have the, the what, right to do that? What I'm saying is, is that I think that the good news actually does call us to 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 change and it calls, calls us to some kind of like movement. I do, but I don't believe every individual is a prophet who has the right to tell other people what that change mm. is going to that's entail. Really, that's really good. I, I absolutely like that. don't think that that is true. I don't think, I don't think it's uh, for everybody. That's true. But there are some people who really feel like it's necessary for them. Well. You know, I I think I was telling you this last week that I was just appalled that I received this email. It was a kind of generic email. Mm. It was to the church and it was telling us, it was was alerting us to a secret meeting (laughs) of all the Christian churches in the area. And what they wanted to talk about, this was the part where I just went, what? Was um, this massive problem that Christians are not being allowed to live a biblical lifestyle without being persecuted here in this country, in the United Mm -hmm. States of America. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, what do they really mean by that? They mean that they don't have the freedom to like call everybody else out on stuff. That Mm -hmm. this is what, for Mm -hmm. some people, living a biblical lifestyle means is the ability to tell other people that they are wrong about things. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is not what the good news would be. Not that you can't observe that you think other people are doing things that are wrong, but your job is to live your life the best way that you can. Well, I would, I would actually say, I would actually say that the good news actually calls us to a space. The, the the story is a space of reconciliation with us, with Christ. And if we are broken human beings, then it's actually calling us to a space of change. So, it, there are implications to it. So, I, I like this question because it really does call us to like, what does it really mean to us? And yeah, and there is well, something and, hidden inside there. And here's the there. thing that I felt really um, about you know the good news this very week was oh, that yeah. I have a friend at university who's Muslim who was asking me about being Christian. Mm-hmm. And in the same breath, he said, what do you think about what happened in New Zealand? Yeah. And it's like, how do you connect that to good news? Because from his point of view, what Christians are doing, I mean, he wasn't being accusing toward me. He honestly wanted to know what I thought about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, good news on the one hand, but then to other people... It was embarrassing for me in some ways to be like, yeah, I'm Christian, but I have nothing to do with people who have these viewpoints who would go into a house of worship of people of another faith and gun down people, children, everybody, just because they are different or believe differently. That being a Christian does not mean that. Mm. Um, But I'm afraid that that our religions are starting to feel like they're synonymous with that. You know, not just ours, but other people feel the same way about other faiths that, that, that they're defined by kind of attack and stuff like that. Well, and I think that I think that's why it's really imperative that people actually define what they do and what the implications of their faith actually mean, and continue to do so if others take a voice differently with it. So it is worthwhile reflecting this. Let me repeat the question again because we're well past our time. Um, Are the sermons you've heard typically good advice or good news? How do you feel after receiving advice or list of things to do or not to do? Do you feel the same way after hearing good news? What has been done? Uh, Think about that. Complicated, good questions. Uh, Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.